0: Hey, well, you listening to ConFab episode 2? I'm Casper.
1: And I'm Sam, and welcome back. It's been a very long time. Hey! Hello. We've uh, recorded a couple of episodes during our interval, but we've actually been quite busy and not really had a lot to talk about. So hopefully... And
0: they've been a bit rubbish. Yeah.
1: Hopefully this one takes off a little bit more. And obviously, since we've been away for a long time, we have quite a lot to cover. Yeah yes we do but i don't remember what it is (laughs) (laughs) eurovision
0: jumping way back
1: way a long 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 time
0: you'd never watched eurovision before
1: i hadn't no i was a eurovision virgin um before we had our own little eurovision kind of party which wasn't really much of a party we all ended up in the same place at the same time um and popped my Eurovision cherry. And of course, this year saw the winner. We had a So So Gay poll, didn't we, this year? Yeah. And So So Gay readers quite rightly pointed out that it might be Conchita Worth that won. And obviously, she did. Ooh. But yeah, before that, I'd never really watched the Eurovision, and it was kind of something that didn't really interest me. And having watched it, still doesn't really interest me (laughs) you loved it at the time it was good it was nice to see and obviously the winning result was quite um she was quite entertaining I thought well I was kind of writing notes halfway
0: through oh of course you looked up at some point and
1: I'm um, like, what, what the, the hell is going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Eurovision fan. Um, most years I'll go along to a party just to get drink. drunk. Yeah I'll, yeah,, I'll be drunk in the kitchen asking when it's all over.
1: What's going on? I't what is this? Yeah,
0: but this year, um, I think the controversy about Conchita had sort of caught my interest a bit. yeah, so I was really pleased that she did so well.
1: And apparently he's going to be touring with Lady Gaga. She? well this is what i've heard oh. i don't really i'm not really the voice of opinion on this so i might have completely made that up you haven't booked her for a gaga i haven't no um but yeah that's that's rumor on the grapevine that's pretty cool um yeah you shortly after that interviewed the one and only
0: mama michelle Bazage. How did that go? That was awesome. It was so weird. It was a bit like,
1: it was like I was listening
0: to her on TV. Like I kept zoning out a bit, just listening to her voice and her talking because she talks a lot. If you, you <laughs> sort of ask her a little short question, she talks for five minutes, and then it came <laughs> back around to she'd finish up, and I'd be like, oh,
1: I don't know, whoa.
0: I was completely thrown.
1: And what did you cover on that? Because I, she's over in the UK right now, isn't yeah. She? So
0: it was to promote her coming over. She did. She's done some gigs uh, in Ireland and Glasgow and Manchester and London. Um, so it was to promote that. And we talked about her book. We talked about Drag Race UK. We talked about the editing of the show, whether it was unfair, everything.
1: And this everything. book, I've heard. Did you text me and tell me that this is a book that I definitely have to read? Well, it's like a
0: self-help book. So, so yeah, yeah it's probably established, <laughs> You're probably going to love it.
1: Yeah, really? it's called um, Even Dealers New Day Jobs. And it's about, as far as I understand, um, how you can still feel like you don't fit in, but still work? Uh, From what she
0: explained, it's about how she's overcome all the obstacles in her life because everything's been thrown at her. Um, And she's sort of been through it all, like issues with relationships and family and and people not understanding your scene and your style. And those tacky nails.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I saw a woman on the tube the other day and she had the nails the same as Michelle Pazaj and I thought, can I do a sneaky Snapchat of this? But I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to risk it because she looked pretty fierce. Was it Michelle? She was travelling around a lot. It wasn't, no. It was some crazy, crazy lady. I always meet the crazy ladies between here, between Notting Hill and Oxford Circus. Oh. That's where all the crazies are. Yes. Which is a bit weird considering I'm in crazy fill out in zone four. Yeah. So I get them all here with with you, which is nice.
0: Nice, yeah. (laughs) So um, Michelle is later this week doing Meth Lab, which Mm. would be awesome. You don't have tickets for that, do you? I don't, but that's this Thursday,
1: isn't it? It is. Which is, I don't know the date. 29th? (laughs) Yeah, two days from now. The 29th, this Thursday, Michelle is doing Meth Lab and what's going to go on there I've never been to a meth lab but obviously well, it's by meth, meth lab are
0: doing their first ball so it's the meth lab ball so they've got some contestants coming up and it's going to be sort of judging them I think it, it might be similar to tr- the tranny academy from tranny shack but okay. I'm not entirely sure I think like the judging upcoming queens
1: in meth lab yeah hosted by meth yeah drag queen of london meth yeah amazing she's doing so many things now yeah she probably did them before and I just didn't really notice I think um, I don't really know her
0: backstory where she came from but Meth Labs definitely um, made made her more well known
1: and of course they had um, DWV yeah they
0: dragged them over uh, fortunately just in time for the filming of the TV show so yes yeah, they so were in it for
1: what, two seconds <laughs> and they were also back a couple of weeks ago at Heaven mm-hmm which apparently was really good, but I didn't get a chance to see it because I feel run off my feet this month. Aww. I know. Um, and I'm boycotting heaven. For, that, <laughs> so. for the foreseeable. You're not yeah. into those 15-year-old twinks anymore? Not right now. Oh, really? <laughs>
0: yeah. So talking about Michel Vizage, uh we watched the RuPaul Drag Race finale a few days ago.
1: We did, and of course... Queen Bianca. Yeah, won. Who, who knew that was happening? I think that was... A dead set from episode two. Yeah, from pretty early on. I think it's something I was talking to Michelle about, me and my
0: bestie. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, Just going to ring her after this. There was
0: a whole storyline going on where Michelle gave Adore some (coughs) feedback about her waist not being cinched, and it was Bianca who gave Adore the cincher. So that really helped Adore and really helped Bianca come across as less of a bitchy queen. Yeah. so I think from that point on, those two seemed like to, they were going to go really far.
1: I guess as well. But um, the challenge of this season was it was pretty obvious that Bianca was going to win, right? From yeah. almost from that offset Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the challenge that the producers I guess had was how to make it come across that she might not.
0: Yeah, just to make it interesting because it was it did get a little bit dull um, this season compared to sort of five and four.
1: They were all kind of very, there was not a lot of drama except Laganja. And that felt a little bit manufactured. And they were all, it was, yeah, I think you slightly felt the editor's hand a bit more in this season. Yeah. Um, Some of the Reddit threads I've been
0: reading sort of theorised that they didn't expect Bianca to be so strong and they'd sort of picked either Courtney or Dora to be the the winners from the beginning. mm -hmm. Um, But Bianca just came in and knocked them all away so quickly
1: you know when it started i didn't really like her and i half bit, and all the way through i was like yeah she's all right but she's a bit too like she seemed like she had it all from mm-hmm. such a like she didn't really progress yeah and then it's only since she's won and we've gone back and watched all those bloody youtube videos on a sunday hangover that i'm actually starting to warm to her quite a bit yeah yeah, I think I'm starting to see progression that perhaps you didn't see in the show.
0: Yeah, and she's one of those queens who've been around for years before, like 17 or 18 years or something. And it's just nice to see that even in the show she could evolve a bit more.
1: So, and she's also one of the older queens, so she, as you said, she's been around before. And she has that old-school kind of drag style. Yeah. And they mention other drag queens. that, like, they've met, They mentioned Lady Bunny this season, which I don't even know who she is. Does she even feature in a in a drag contest that was before she was, RuPaul. Yeah, she was she came up with RuPaul through the club kid system right okay so they're like sisters uh yeah in a weird way I'd quite like Courtney's yeah. just because she's hot she's hot she, as a boy and she's hot as a girl but annoying she's like, just like me screechy and <laughs> in your face and no I don't know I don't think she is no, I
0: think... um I after, think she came across that. Yeah, after the finale, I like her a bit more. But that was Darianne as well um, wasn't a fan of her until the episode she got eliminated. In that episode, it was a really good edit, I think. She was <laughs> in a really good light. And during that episode, I kind of thought that she might be one of the final three.
1: Yeah, there was definitely a lot of, like, like editor's hand, I think. And I think it's probably quite a difficult season to edit anyway, because there wasn't massive drama. And- yeah,
0: and I imagine like the people who are kicked to out are the weakest ones it's just not always mm. shown to us
1: also didn't they change they had a new editor this year apparently they sure. have, I've got all of these like amazing knowledge did I, I tell you that no they, apparently they have a new editor this year or a new producer or someone in the team is new basically and they wanted to uh, kind of you know test the water and ex- explore a little bit so that, I guess, came across as well. Mm. But, um, yeah, I picked up all these little random facts of I, should get like, on Reddit. I've been I doing my Reddit. homework, haven't I? Are you proud of me? Yeah. Did you know that there's a man? <laughs> this is a great story. This is a complete tangent, but <laughs> I popped up this one earlier. during our, uh, I've just handed in my final kind of assessments. And they were chatting. And for some reason, I was like, did you know there was a man... Who scientists test the bacteria in his belly button, and <laughs> the bacteria in his belly button that came from Japan? Except this man has never been to Japan before. So I've got, I've just absorbed, like over the last month, I've absorbed all of this weird knowledge for your listening
0: pleasure. Did you <laughs> learn that especially for the podcast?
1: No, I didn't. I, it's just like, I feel like I haven't had any time to like really in like i love to get in depth with things and like absorb stuff uh, yeah absorb things in like like random crap like (laughs) hey (laughs) and i haven't really had the time to do that over the last month but now in my last like week i've been like oh my god i've got so many things to catch up on i've got like eight thousand pages of bbc news to read or like 10,000 Reddit posts.
0: So today you've literally just finished your, I have. your I, year. I uh, have, which yeah. That's why you're full of energy.
1: I'm always Apparently full of energy. Yeah.
0: So talking about Michelle Visage, Drag Race UK <coughs> rumours. Yeah. What do you think?
1: And my... Well, I could be a rumour mill, couldn't I, with all this new knowledge? Yeah. So
0: um, it came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jonathan Ross... I'm not sure how it came out. Jonathan Ross made some statement that he was interested in doing a UK version, but it was just a rumour at the time. And then on Rue and Michelle's podcast last week...
1: They've um, hinted that they'd love to be involved, but could understand. they confirmed
0: that Jonathan Ross had bought the rights. So it was actually something that was really happening. And then... So it's
1: definitely 100% going
0: to happen. Well, no, Jonathan Ross has bought the rights. That doesn't mean he's going to do it. He's just got the right to do it. Hmm. But I had spoken to Michelle a couple of days before that podcast came out. (coughs) so I didn't know that he'd actually got the rights and I just asked her like what her thoughts were and the exclusive she gave me confirmed yeah, broke the exclusive themselves but she told me she was having dinner with Jonathan
1: Ross while she's here in London and she was going to try and push for her and Rue to get on it but in their podcast earlier this week yep. they suggested that maybe well Michelle was all we need to be on it and Rue was kind of like, well, actually, across the pond is a whole different kind of humour. Yeah. It's a whole different kind of scene. Maybe they should get something local. But they'd happily get them. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen?
0: Yeah. I would like Rue and Michelle to do it with some local people. Maybe Jodie Harsh. Maybe Paul O'Grady.
1: Talking of Jodie Harsh, have you seen the, uh, the World of Wonder yeah. YouTube videos? are mm-hmm. think
0: awful? The second one's a lot better than the first one. But they've got some real questions. It's all about. about
1: (laughs) What is it? What's the catch line? It's all about throwing shade, getting laid, and something else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm hoping Rue comes to the UK for a bit. Because he's known here. He had like a hit song with Elton John in the 90s. He had a hit song in the 90s. Don't Go Breaking My Heart, like a remake of the one that Elton did way back
1: when, in like 1901 or something.
0: What well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he did a Channel 4 Christmas special one year. See, I'm obviously far too young. Sure.
1: Okay. I'm, but gonna, well, I'm think, kidding
0: myself. I think Ru is fairly well known on the
1: scene. Well, he definitely is now because of Drag Race. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: But like I said to Michelle, the weird thing is, like, it's not even on TV here. No. We have to forage around the depths of the internet. Yeah. Um. And I think, so even if Jonathan Ross did it and it was, like, a really lame ITV 2. Um, show <clears throat> hopefully it would bring enough awareness to the original that someone would pick it up again
1: that is the risk I guess that it does become a lame ITV or yep. B- BBC is he on BBC now if it's on BBC that's going to bloody ruin no, it no he's on ITV
0: so I'm I picture it as being like an ITV2 late night yeah maybe like really cheap, like celebrity juice or whatever.
1: I don't know, but I guess definitely the channel that picks it up is going to be very important. We don't really have a massive like, except for like gay TV, which is on like sky 889 or whatever, next to Playboy. There are no like LGBT TV channels over here, are there? Whereas Logo Um, is kind of like, yeah. although recently they've been like, we're not gay anymore, we're just everything. Yeah so that'd be interesting to have
0: yeah but there's been like gay shows on TV plenty like Queer as Folk and yeah way back when (laughs) (laughs) yeah then you had um, Vicious over (coughs) the end of last year (coughs) who? with um, Ian McKellen (laughs) remember the gay ITV primetime drama? no but there was
1: Sugar Rush yeah,
0: there's, there's a lot of gay programs on British TV.
1: I guess there is, and you kind of just don't really notice.
0: Yeah, and there's gay characters in Emmerdale and Coronation Street. And that EastEnders. first
1: gay kiss in EastEnders between Simon and Matthew. I remember that, and I was just seven years you old. You remember
0: that, but you don't remember RuPaul's <laughs> single with Elton John. No. <laughs> I remember Meatloaf's song about... Um, that was a uh, I at the same time,
1: I think. And he had, like... I would do anything that's Yeah, that's for the world. one. I was, I, it was on the tip of my tongue, but I got <laughs> massive <meeting> that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, but I don't remember anything else. I think it's probably because that my parents selectively picked that, but I obviously didn't. Like it's not like my childhood was censored. <laughs> that sounds like I grew up in like China where they're like, "No, you're not watching this," and I'm not Asian. I saw that look. <laughs> Talking about
0: drag queens in the UK, yes, we were at the tranny track ball.
1: We were indeed. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was really good. Actually, I mean, I I love all these things. I come to them with like this little thing of like, oh my god, this is going to be awful. This is going to be like the the worst thing ever. But it was the like one of the most amazing nights i have had (laughs) in the past month oh wow oh and (laughs) (laughs) you thought i was going to say that in the past ever Ever. in my life no it was really good it was like it was great and And you really enjoyed the performances yeah i never i never really find them amazing i think what was the best thing is that silver Summers didn't sing bloody diamonds But She sings that incredibly well. She does do that when we very were at the well. launch
0: event. She sang that a cappella, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, acoustically. Um, because her background music broke, yeah, and it was amazing. I almost thought that her singing was the CD, like yeah. she'd been done that as a setup.
1: She so, does do it very, very well, but yeah. I She's thought it was incredible. very, very strong vocalist, and of course, the supreme fabulettes were there. See, by this point in the night, I think I drunk too much. I do not <laughs> remember.
0: What they sang.
1: And there were some other people, but I don't know who they were. Yeah. But we also met the lovely Vicky Verbacious. Mm-hmm. You two were finally introduced. And I kindled your love affair, your online love affair, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about that on the podcast. I'm looking at you really embarrassing. No, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing to be embarrassed about. We, I said, I do it. It was lovely. Lovely. After uh, flirting on Twitter. Incessively for three months. Yeah. It was good. No, it was not it was yeah, I mean, after um I guess it's the first time we've been out since the launch of Drag Queens of London. To, to a, a drag, drag event. event. Yeah, yeah, So it was nice to then see Because
0: we got to meet um like straight from the off there was Bourgie on the door. Yeah. Um and then Rosie
1: Beaver <laughs> jump into her arms. Ro- oh Rosie. Couldn't get rid of her. And Nick. <laughs> Nick Violet was also Sparks. there, yeah. yeah. Violet Sparks. And of course Dusty was hosting. Dusty, yep. Who looked amazing. Yep. It was like a massive gay party. And obviously I've never been to anything oh. that is like an explosive. And they're doing that monthly now of... actually.
0: And Lady Bunny is gonna be at the next one. really which will be incredible. You're gonna have to go. And of course. Meet the Lady Bunny.
1: Of course. Although no more beers at this next one. No. We drank beers unfortunately.
0: And Beer and vodka and then took and then, some drag queens home and yeah. had an
1: absinthe. Well, let's elaborate on that story, shall we? So after <laughs> after Tranny Shack, we um, we were chatting to Rosie Beaver. Because we were there until the lights came up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lights came up and I was like...
0: Oh. When you're trying to buy drag queens, it's not a pretty sight. Literally
1: <laughs> surrounded. One on each arm. I had violet sparks on one arm. Rosie Beaver on the other someone had taken my top off, which happens all the time. Please stop doing it. Although I do secretly quite love it. Um, and the lights came up and we were kind of like, Oh, oh, okay. Let's go let's go back to your house. That sounds like a genius <laughs> idea at five in the morning. And uh we all bundled into like a taxi. Oh, Vanilla came with us. We went into one taxi, and then he wouldn't take us because there were too many of us. Yeah, and we were like, is that? The-? And we were like, we obviously know who that is. Are you sure there's too many of us? <laughs> yeah. you I, don't, I don't think there this? is. I think you were going to drive. <laughs> no. And he was like, no, get out. And uh, came back here, and then we were like, shit, we don't really have that much alcohol left, because we've actually drunk it all. What do you want to drink? Oh, we've got absinthe. And managed to drink a a bottle of absinthe, which was
0: awful. Which explains why I vomited for the entirety of the next day.
1: Yeah, also, you may have slipped into that little sequin dress, (laughs) slipped on some high heels, and (laughs) sissied your way to the kebab shop until we got halfway down Notting Hill High Street. Two girls came out the door, literally screamed (laughs) because your titties were hanging out and you were like oh my god i'm going home i'm going <laughs> i didn't even in. have any money to buy anything from the kebab shop. i had a pound oh. i mean what what couldn't i get for a pound in a kebab shop don't answer that question <laughs> <laughs> food poisoning that's all i could probably get so it was a very fun
0: night it was awesome check. so we'll go to the next one yeah with the lady sure. bunny
1: um who I'm interviewing actually in a couple of weeks and also in between that we, are we popping to see The Supreme Fabulettes We are interviewing them Next week For the next podcast Ooh, Apparently so if We can drag all this stuff Across London mm. My muscles might come in handy As opposed to just being on show Yeah I feel oh, like, I'm, like Do you know when people Take their tops off in clubs And you're like Oh my god Look at that dickhead I don't remember you off. Taking your top off Yeah I don't take my own top off Who took it off It wasn't me was it It was definitely Rosie Beaver Okay yeah. She wants the slice well she's only human mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah I'm, I seem to be at the moment I can't dance unless my clothes are coming off which is a terrible place to be for... mm. so your exams are over yeah what are your plans for summer well I didn't have any exams but I've had my final hand in I, am going... I don't really know
0: what you do at university no one knows
1: what I do I'm very mysterious mm-hmm. kind of I'm gonna do nothing for a very long time. Okay. Um, My parents are like, you should go on holiday, and I'm like, if you're paying, I'm going. But they're not paying, so I'm not going. Um, (laughs) Great story. I'm also, you know, gonna pick up some more clients. That's what she said. (laughs) No, I do. uh, um, I do a lot of. I I like to dabble in freelance design and that kind of thing, and I'm gonna pick up that over the summer, hopefully. just really chill out, get drunk, see loads of drag queens, be drag queens. Of course, I'm writing my... I have to write my thesis. That's what I have to do over the summer. Oh. See, we've just finished, and they're like, okay, now we're filling your diary with meetings you don't want to come to. And you've got to write your thesis. Oh, you have to work over somewhere. Yeah, so oh, it's certainly. not really like... I can't really... I can't leave London for a long time, because I A, don't want to, and B, need a library. And obviously, there's no libraries outside of London. Clearly. Um, But yeah, my thesis... (laughs) I very cleverly um, um, set my thesis topic to be based in Soho. Yeah, so I've done a lot of my research already by just getting really drunk. So that's what I'm going to do. And it's also about having sex, which my tutors seem to love. So in fact, actually, I've probably done... Thanks for my research. Now everyone's going to think I'm some CD Soho stalker, but you'll find me in the bushes. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? What are you doing over the summer?
0: Uh, Working. Uh, Nine to five? I've I've had some time off because I quit my full-time job. Yeah. And then I'm starting some more freelance work this week. Mm -hmm. And some Mm -hmm. interviews for some permanent stuff and some other freelance stuff.
1: You know, I was talking to one of my lecturers and they were like... So what did you do before you came back to uni? And I was like, well, I freelanced. I don't think I could ever work for someone ever again. That sounds really bad. But I enjoyed freelancing so much that I love it. I can't get enough. Set your own time, get up. I I didn't even get dressed below the waist for most of my contract. I worked on Skype so they could see me from above the waist. (laughs) And I'd be like, I'm just going over the other side of the room. I'll call you back in 10 minutes.
0: My problem with freelancing is I find it really stressful. Like yeah? Finding clients, billing clients.
1: Ah, you see, say so today, after having this massive chat about like, I don't know what we're going to do whilst we're not at you. I've discovered I'm the ultimate social networker in real life. Mm-hmm. Put me on a computer and I'm like, I'm a troll, I'm a troll, look at me! <laughs> But in real, I love talking to people, and that's like, uh, yes And I do that a lot, and that's how I find most of my clients—just chatting and yeah. being like, "Oh, you know what? You need, you need me."
0: Ta-da! I just can't be bothered. i just like to know I've got a full-time premier job.
1: Yeah, see, I'm—I uh, like. I don't like not the security, but I like the flexibility. Like, so I can't be tamed. Story of my life. <laughs> That's all. So that is all we've got to talk about. Thank God. That is everything. I think we've kind of summarised the last month pretty quickly. We said we weren't going to talk about drag queens this episode, but that kind of has been the main focus of this podcast. And so our lives. It, no, yeah, I guess so. I
0: might end up being a drag-focused podcast.
1: I left my colleagues in the pub earlier because we have finished, and they were like, where are you going? And I was like, oh, oh I'm Lord. just... Uh, Maybe going to uh, watch some drag queens, talk about drag queens, interview some drag queens. They were like, what? Because obviously you're assumed straight until proven otherwise in my profession, which is very fun. Um, But yeah, we promised we weren't going to talk about drag queens, but we're we're, we're going to. And we probably will do for the rest of our podcasting days, I imagine. Um, But if you do like our content... Subscribe on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. Give us a little... Uh, tweet at so so gay And follow us. You are Sam underscore Lux. That's correct. And you are Casper Aremi. Casper Ar- 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 Aremi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can never say your second name. <laughs> oh. Hopefully we're doing this fortnightly. So um, let us know if there's a topic you want us to cover or if you have any exciting news that you want crammed into this half an hour space. You can email us at confabs at uk, And of course, you can get in touch with us on social media and all the other things that we've mentioned soon. So, mentioned soon? Mention. Mentioned previously. <laughs> we're off to watch uh, Drag Queens of London, obviously. That's what else we should be doing on Tuesday <laughs> evening. Um, so we're going to leave it there. Peace in my crease. Bye.